0: Hello and welcome to another Flow State Podcast with Ben and us. Uh, We haven't done a podcast in a little while and so while we've been busy tending to matters of business and family and and all sorts of stuff and sports too, um, leveling up in most cases, we've sort of come to the the fourth quarter of the year and so we thought it was a good time to sit down and have a chat about our fourth quarter mindset. Uh, What that means to us is October, November, December, the fourth quarter of 2017 is um, generally a time, and we'll go into it in more detail very soon, but it's generally a time for people to start winding down the year, uh, and certainly for myself it has been previously, but I think it's a good opportunity for us to take stock of what we've done, all the goals that we've set at the start of the year, and uh, see where we're at, what we have accomplished, or what we may have not have completed yet and uh, try and finish the year stronger than when we started and, and see if we can't uh, get on task and, and do some some big things. How do you feel about it, Naz?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And I think as we were chatting about before the podcast, like you said um, in your introduction, the fourth quarter is often the time where we seem to take the foot off the gas a little bit and think, oh, the year is almost done now. It's sort of time to relax. But at the same time, we know there's things that are important to us that we should be doing or changes that we may need to make. But I guess the way that people have been brought up or society works is everyone's like, oh, well, it's almost the end of the year. I'll carry on doing this for a couple more months because I'm comfortable doing that and it doesn't involve any drastic change. And No one wants to, you know, make any sacrifices during the holiday season. And then when the new year comes, I'll start then. So <laughs> everyone comes up with all these... New Year's resolutions and you see the gym packed with people for the first four weeks of the year and you see everyone buying new books and reading and learning and all the rest of it. And then by the time February comes and March comes, everyone sort of slips back into the same old routine. And then by the time October comes is when people start looking back and realizing, oh, I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve this year, but the year year. is almost (laughs) over, so next year is going to be different. And the cycle continues and continues and continues. So I think that changing your mindset with regards to the fourth quarter, with Mm -hmm. regards to time, the way we spend our time in general is something that we can all do in order to allow us to live more fulfilling lives. Uh,
0: I think the first person that says, new year, new me, I'm going to run over probably. Like like <laughs> so we're not doing a new year new me podcast. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I think one of the things that I, I like to think I'm I'm pretty good at is, is being consistent. Yeah. Um, and, and you wouldn't know this actually because I don't know how many people on, that are listening would know this but you actually deleted all your social media recently. Yeah. And haven't had to go through the rigmarole of watching people's bullshit posts and and being someone on social media that they aren't in real life, which is probably a good topic to talk about some other time, Yeah. but I think the, the thing I, I like about uh, the people that I associate with is consistency and ability to, uh, I guess, stay with a task to see it through, um, and I wasn't always good at that, so it's been a good year for me this year to set some goals in the beginning, which you've actually seen, the ones that mm-hmm. we wrote and emailed to one another, and... Coming into October, I think there's only two that I haven't done, Yeah. Um, and I guess that's a testament to the commitment that I've made to, I guess, seeing things through. So one piece of advice I'd probably give to listeners, or one thing that I'm doing that I would suggest others try and get, have a crack at, is write their goals down. And you know how important these things are to us. Writing, Putting something in written form uh, gives it life, I think breathes life into the goal that, that you have. And so last night, as you've seen as well, I sent a text to you with, with the goals that I have to finish out 2017. Uh, so writing by writing these things down and putting them in a place that you have access to them regularly, so whether it's your screensaver on your phone or whether it is uh, in the front of your journal like you've, you've, we've spoke about before, um, I think it's a good place to start. Uh, have the things that you want to complete and the things that mean the most to you. Uh, be somewhere that you see quite frequently that way I think it holds you accountable Um, it's easy to let another month go by and to see you've made no inroads into what you want to complete and I guess you sort of we secretly feel quite bad about that we feel like lazy and and actually something we've spoken about before is you lose the integrity uh, in your own words that you, you tell yourself you'll do so the words that the things that you promise yourself you'll get done if you don't do it you lose integrity in yourself so I've put them in a prominent place and and keep revisiting those goals regularly, hopefully twice a day up until the end of the year and I think that's the way that I'm going to get things done do you have any suggestions on how to well I just
1: think that um, the whole I guess concept of fourth quarter mindset covers a lot more than just the fourth quarter on the calendar yeah I think it's a way that we've all been brought up that allows us to make excuses or delay things in a convenient manner because that's what we see other people doing or that's what we feel like it's okay to do. I think that a lot of people weekly apply the fourth quarter mi- or have the wrong mindset so the end of the week mindset would probably be the same as the fourth quarter mindset, I guess. When Monday comes and your week starts, you're super motivated by the time Thursday, Friday comes, you don't have that same motivation to put into then. to put into tasks. So you're yeah. like, okay, cool, yeah. well, I'm not going to do this today. I'll put this off until Monday. And the problem with that, or the same thing might happen later in the day. You know, in the morning, you think of something, you're full of energy, you're full of life. You do it. By the time the afternoon comes, you might not feel like doing that particular thing. So you're like, oh that's okay, I'm going to put it off until tomorrow. And all you're really doing is delaying the tasks that need to be done. And although at the time it might seem like the comfortable choice to make, you know, put it off because doing the work then might not be the most appealing thing to you, all you're really doing is delaying the time that it's going to take in order to reap the rewards of those yes. of, of that work, you know, whether it be something to do with your personal life, whether it be something to do with your professional life, maybe something to do with your body. You know, for example, like we were saying before, people, in the first week of January, everyone's at the gym because they want to change their life. I bet most of those people were probably thinking about making that change from October or November. Yes. So had they started in October and November, by the time January comes, they'd have already been into eight weeks of work into achieving what they want to achieve. Mm. Whereas by putting it off until January, they've wasted eight weeks. So they're delaying the process
0: by eight weeks just because that's what we feel like it's okay to do. Yeah, do you think it's a society thing then that we tend to wind down with our colleagues and friends towards the end of the year and start thinking about where we're we going to party for New Year's or where we're we spending Christmas and everyone starts to go on holidays from work, which means they sort of holiday from every other goal that they might have. I guess I guess maybe it's a society thing, but you can't blame society
1: for your own lack of achievement no, or lack of progress. I think it's um, it's funny because when you ask people or when you chat to people one-on-one, everyone seems to tell you how they don't want to be happy with an average life or they don't want to be like everyone else or you know they want to create something different for themselves. But then when you look at how people live their life, they do things exactly the same as exactly. everyone else. Yes. They're like, oh yeah, I know I have to get this done, but it's Friday or Saturday, everyone's at the pub, so it's okay for me to, get to go to the pub on those days. Or everyone watches TV for two hours at night. So that's cool, I'm going to watch TV, I'll get my stuff done tomorrow. What you don't realize is you think you want to be different to everyone else. But when it's convenient for you, you use what everyone else is doing as an excuse to stay within your comfort zone. So I think the whole thing is just about being true to yourself. You know, Don't tell yourself you want to be different if you're going to behave in the same way as everyone else. If you say that, you're going to be different. Then act in a way that's in line with getting to where you want to be, rather than acting in line with people who are not necessarily where you want to be. And I guess that um, that also ties into something we touched on in a previous podcast about surrounding yourself with the right people, yes. or being able, um, you know, to find people with their right, own right mindset. So since then, is there anything that you've learned or any changes that you've been able to make that you've seen some results from?
0: Uh, since that podcast, there has been um, I sort of did as I said I would do, and, and I, I I guess I stopped making the effort with a number of people whom I felt were not beneficial to my cause, you know, with all due respect, or people that weren't I guess making the same effort as yeah. I was to, to maintain a relationship for whatever reason, uh, and since doing then doing that, there's been an abundance of free time that's come up for me. And uh, it's quite funny because I find myself in in some time during the evening where I'd normally be on my phone I guess uh, upholding all of these various relationships Mm. through text or a phone call or catching up or popping around to someone's house. And now I've just been left with this block of time that I can actually spend on myself. That has been probably one of the most uh, beneficial things that's happened to me this year outside of obviously financial gains or business, business gains or sporting gains.
1: And it was really interesting that um, article, was it a podcast that you passed on to me last week about the Neuron Mirror and how we actually are designed to program behaviors from people around us. So basically on a subconscious level, there's been research that proves as humans part of our, I guess, evolutionary process has um, allowed us to be able to subconsciously learn habits from people around us in order to ensure our survival as a species. So, for example, if we saw someone behaving in a way that's going to be better for us, we are able to learn how to do what they're doing just by watching them. Simply
0: by uh, becoming aware of, yeah.
1: Becoming aware of. And if you take that into account and you look at the people that you're then spending the most time with, <laughs> I guess you have to ask yourself, do I actually want to mirror a lot of traits in those people? Yes. And quite often the, the answer might be yes, but I'm sure there's some cases where deep down you'd think the answer would be no. Yep.
0: And I, I also think that when we relate that back to fourth quarter uh, of 2017 or coming towards the end of our year, uh, what are the people closest to you doing to make one last push towards their goals mm-hmm. at the end of the year and uh, I don't really have goals that will end at the end of this year. I have ongoing goals that are important to me. Namely, I mean the, the, the main goal for myself is to build a, a strong financial wall around my family. Um, and that's not, not something that can be done over the period of three months but certainly in 12 weeks time um, I'd like to be closer to that goal than if I had pissed all my money against a wall um, or spent it on some new kicks. No doubt, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll probably buy some <laughs> before the end of the year, but there's, I guess, levels to how much you can treat yourself mm-hmm. and how much you can follow the crowd and and let them lead you down the garden path. When when they want to have a party on a Saturday night, when they invite you to work drinks and, and end-of-year functions, Are you going to turn that into a full weekend of partying and losing those two days? Or um, like myself, are you going to endeavor to try and make it to that function, perhaps have a a drink or two or a feed and then get back to your own grind? Because it's very easy, and I think we've spoken about this before, it's very easy for others to find comfort in not seeing you progress and succeed. Also, uh, maybe not, uh, look, I I don't want to act like people do that purposely. Mm -hmm. I don't want to assume that. But um, it's comfortable for us to see our friends and the people close to us stay in our lane with us, isn't it? Yeah. And so to, to have a friend or someone close to you say, listen, I'm not going to come out this weekend because uh, by the end of this year I want to have 50K in my bank or I want to buy a crib in December, um, it makes us go, it makes us reflect on ourselves, I think. Yeah. Um, it's easy for... Especially for myself, if I, if I tell some of my friends that I can think of off the top of my head, um, for example, if I told you I'm not going to do something this weekend because I need that, that house by December yeah, um, and I need another 50k to do so or my savings isn't where I said it would be or I'd like to pursue something in a sporting arena, it's, it's something where you'd say, yeah, that's awesome. In fact, I should be doing that too. Mm-hmm. And we sort of compete yeah. to see who can grind the hardest but I know there are some people and I, I can guarantee you'll have some too and those listening will have some too that might uh, find that uncomfortable for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so when you tell them you're not ready to go out this weekend, you tell them that you'd like to uh, grind a little bit harder, maybe work through yeah. or, or stay off the drink or whatever vices that you guys may, may have that you want to try and stay away from for the weekend or for the holiday season, it makes them reflect on themselves and go, man, am I really not progressing how I should. And, of course, what do we find when we find that that's the case? We, we get uncomfortable. You yeah. get that little burning feeling in your chest, you know, where you go, uh, unfortunately, I think he might be right. We might need to work this weekend. and yeah. So in a roundabout way, what I'm trying to say is there are going to be times when it becomes difficult to say no or to uh, push your personal goals upon the people that care about you or that you care about the most. Yeah. But I think you've just got to do it.
1: And I think it's been one of the biggest lessons that we've learned, obviously, Mm. being friends for a long time and then becoming business partners is it works both ways because (laughs) having someone motivated around you can be the biggest asset when it comes to pushing yourself in certain things. But it can also be your biggest excuse for not getting things done sometimes. And, you know, like there's mornings where... And we laugh about it quite often, where we'll rock up to the gym and you're both super motivated and you have a really good workout. Then there's also those other mornings where you rock up and you're both kind of half motivated. And you go,
0: fuck it, let's go. And
1: you both end up saying, ah, oh, you know, let's, <laughs> let's go home or yeah. let's go have a feed or let's go for a walk. Yeah, yeah. Then those, there's those mornings where you rock up and one person might be motivated and the other person might be unmotivated and those are the interesting ones because those can go either way That's right. Quite often if the person who's unmotivated um, voices that then as the person who's motivated I guess you have the choice do I do what my friend wants to do to you know make it seem more comfortable because it would be the easy, easier option or do you you pull them in the other direction? And one choice is the easy choice, and the other choice, I guess, is the better choice, because it's happened quite often, and I can think of times where you've pulled me in the opposite direction, and at the end of it, I've turned around and said, you know, thank you for that, because you feel like you actually got something out of your time rather than being influenced in the wrong way. Absolutely. And so touching on your point when it comes to the weekend or, you know, anything, I guess we always have the choice when it comes to any action we take. And someone once said to me, um, well, I read something about when you make choices, it's like you have two jars. One jar is the things that are important to you. The other jar is the things that will make your friends happy or things that will make people around you happy. And every decision you make well, you have a coin to put in one jar. And obviously at the end of the year, whichever jar you're gonna feed more means that there's gonna be less in the other jar. So the more you put into, you know, making your friends feel comfortable or making your friends feel happy, the less you have in your own jar. Whereas the more you put into your jar and you learn to say no to those things that are not important to you, you're gonna be all the richer for it. Not just financially, but in terms of getting well, closer to what's important yes.
0: by the end of a, the year that's a that's a very good point, and that it sort of comes back to and is relatable for for those of us that are closing out the year in a strong way. What sort of things are you going to have to say no to yeah um, and and how much do you i guess that that old saying how bad do you want it mm. how bad do you want to finish the year and have ticked as many boxes as you can? versus how badly do you want to have a good weekend with friends or how badly do you want to spend your, your, I guess, end-of-year bonus, if it's applicable, on on something that looks good on you Mm -hmm. rather than investing that that coin or investing that time into something that's going to benefit you a little bit later on. And
1: I guess the main question is, if something is really important to you, then why not start immediately? Mm -hmm. Because... Every day, every minute, every hour that you put it off, you don't know for sure that you'll be around next week. Mm-hmm. You know, so the thing that you might have put off until Monday, imagine it's, um, you know, something to do with family or like repairing a relationship with the loved one or something like that, and you're like, oh, I don't feel like doing it today. I'll give them a call on Monday. What if by the time Monday comes, something's happened to that person? That's right. Or something's happened to you. You know, obviously, we hope that these things don't happen. But of course. in life, you know, um, things happen unexpectedly. So why delay that? If something really is that important to you, start doing it now. Because by the time that day comes where you were going to put it off until, you'll already be that much closer towards attaining it. Mm-hmm. And I That's think right. um, we started our 30-day procrastination challenge, which I think will be a cool tool for... Anyone else who's looking at finishing the year out strongly, will be able to use.
0: Yeah, we should probably share that. Um, I think if we if we were to put away say an hour a day, um, where you put the phone down, put the laptop down. Yeah. Look, it turns out to be three hundred and sixty odd hours yeah. a year. You yeah. Know, if you if you take a couple of weekends off, it's still three hundred hours a year. It's it's such a long chunk of time that you can put aside towards. Your biggest, uh, your biggest goal or the biggest task that you have ahead of you, your biggest work project or mm-hmm. personal project, if you can dedicate some sort of allotted focused time uh, to- towards those, um, then I think you find the biggest results and it's happening for us, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and really how the challenge works is take a piece of paper and take a pen and write down 30 things that you know you need to do <laughs> that you've been putting it, that you've been putting off, and it could be the most mundane tasks. It could be, you know, doing your laundry, cleaning your car, renew (laughs) your license. Just write down the 30 things that you've been putting off because maybe they're boring or maybe they're challenging or maybe you don't feel ready for it yet. And over the next 30 days, go through the list one by one and make sure you do one of those tasks per day. And what you'll find is that by... Putting yourself through that maybe temporary discomfort is followed then by the sense of achievement when you can go back to the list and tick something off. And so you build the feeling, you build the habit, you build the mindset of being able to look at a list and tick things off. And you notice that those tasks are not really as bad as you made them seem. And in doing so, over 30 days, we know it takes 21 days to build a habit. That's right. So over those 30 days, you'll have built the habit of getting things done, which is then going to be something that makes the rest of the fourth quarter a lot more productive because when you think you have to do something, instead of putting it off, you've now programmed yourself to just get it done.
0: If my mum ever listens to this, she's going to go, why... Did it take you 30 years <laughs> to, start, to start this? This is stupid. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, mom, if you have uh, Mine's
1: the same, but I think that's why they'll never know we
0: do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to share my challenges with her. We might need to start using an alias or something. <laughs> All right. So, in, in closing, I think the, the the main piece of advice, or I don't like saying advice because I'm, it's not like I'm an expert in, in any no. field the main piece of information i'd like to share with everybody that that eventually listens to this is that uh it's what you do when no one's watching and no one's around that that means the most so uh when when everyone isn't around you and when when it's just you or when you're with your friends and it's time to go home and you look at your watch and know you have something else to do what actions are you taking to to uh, achieve the things you want to do. So what sort of things are you doing in the dark when no one's there that you can be proud of? Um, Because it's easy on social media to have that flex Mm -hmm. and say, yeah, I did this today. Uh, You know, Hashtag your your gains in business or gains in life or gains in health. That's all well and good. And I encourage people to do that so they can feel good about what they're accomplishing. But uh, once Instagram's off and once everyone goes home, are uh, you taking the necessary steps to towards the freedom that you want, be it financially or in your sports or in your life? I think that's a that's a big thing and it's something I've been doing for myself and I can speak from experience and saying uh, that's where I've made made my most progress when no one else is watching and the things I do on the quiet, um, that that's where you get the most benefit from. What about yourself?
1: Yeah, I think in closing, as you mentioned, that's what sets people apart because we all have to realise that our life or the experience that we have is unique to us and it comes down to us to decide what we want from it and I guess the difference between achieving it is actually believing in what we say we want or just saying we want certain things to make people happy because if you really believe in what you want then all the actions that you take as difficult as it may be should be in line with achieving that and that's quite often going to mean having to make small sacrifices but those sacrifices are not really sacrifices because you're just doing what you want That's right. and I think that's something a lot of people don't understand they look at people who are working hard to achieve something that they want and think he sacrifices so much, mm-hmm. it's labor but it's not really labor you're doing yourself a service because you're actually putting your effort into the things that mean a lot to you. So I think it's just having a mindset switch and stop thinking, oh, I'm missing out on drinks with my friends or I'm missing out on a day at the beach. Look at what you're gaining. So in missing out on that day at the beach, you're gaining a day of solid work. Towards achieving, you're you're gaining a day of progress, or you know, by going to the gym instead of going for lunch, you're not missing out on the lunch, you're putting an hour of work into achieving your physical goals. So, just in being able to switch that, it'll be a lot easier to forget about the excuses come the holiday period and don't put off the things that you want to do until January. Give them a go now, it's October, so you've still got 12 weeks. You often see the results of 12 weeks challenges in the gym, you know? People can lose 30 kilos in 12 weeks. You can be
0: shredded at New Years. (laughs) So
1: look at at the difference that it makes, so why delay it until then? Put those 12 weeks into whatever's important to you, so by the time January comes, you're that much closer to achieving what it is you want for yourself long-term.
0: And if we do look at that from a spirituality standpoint, which I always like to add where possible, the process should be fun and because that is what offers no resistance Mm. so like you just said it was so well said is that if you look at a day missed amongst friends or at the beach as a day of labor or a day of hardship or a sacrifice then the universe sees it as a day of sacrifice or hardship and and the gains that you'll get won't necessarily be as large as if you see it as a step towards something as opposed to mm-hmm. a step away from being with my mates or, or you know, being with family or being at the beach. And so if you can see the process as a fun and uh, perfect opportunity towards uh, achieving your goals, then I think that you get a lot more benefits mentally too. Would you agree? 100%. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for listening.
1: Anyone who's got through this far of any of our podcasts, we appreciate it
0: see you next time or hear from me next time or you hear from us I don't know (laughs)